Oh my god, I'm starting to shake, man. I know. Just don't open yourself up to them. Trying, man. Do I'm not trying. say you're starting to shake. Okay. I am don't open yourself up to them. That can be dangerous. Come here! Do it! Stop running! Go back in. Do not run! Go back in. Come fight me in the dark. I want to provoke the hell out of him. Welcome to Come Fight Me in the Dark, the only podcast with the courage to challenge Zach Bagans and his boys to meet us at our final destination, hell. <laughs> I'm Joel Kleinberger. And I'm Eric Hoofnagel. <laughs> Hellnagel. Eric Hellnagel. <laughs> That's your that's your that's your name for this this episode as we are talking about one of the most notorious within the Ghost Adventures canon episodes mm. of all time. It really is. This is one of my favorite episodes maybe ever. Ooh, I'm very I'm very excited yes. to to talk about it. Yes. I this this season is starting off so fucking strong. I don't know if this was like a weird error in like airing because this is called the Povelia Islands special, which they put as the second episode. Like it's not the end of the season. This was supposed to be a special. The title is the Povelia Islands special. And it is, it's a 20 minutes longer. It's a full hour of ghost boys wow. rather than your, your typical 40, 40 minutes. Well, how about that? You were having so much fun, you didn't even notice that extra length, you know I what I mean? Didn't. Mm. I didn't. <laughs> Zach pushed it all the way, and I didn't even notice because I was having so much fun. You felt just like a warmth in your stomach because <laughs> Zach was so deep inside of you. Oh. So let's let's take our own deep plunge oh. into this episode as we talk about Ghost Adventures Season 3, Episode 2, Povelia Island. Special! This is an abandoned island that legend says was formed by the ashes of the thousands upon thousands infected by the bubonic plague. I saw Aaron and I just wanted to kill him. I wanted to kill him. Me? Yeah, I you! No, that's not okay, man. Just in case, machete. Something up. We are at Povedia. Some say the devil has walked the earth on occasion. They are in the faraway land of Venice, Italy, where two young fat boys named Eric and Joel almost got to go on vacation and spend a month there. Mm. But then the dollar fucking crashed and a fucking piece of bread was like $20 over there. <clears throat> so we yeah. couldn't go and I bought a Wii instead. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, no, I my mom spent some time there. Yeah, we were supposed to, we were supposed to go with her. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Oh my God. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's a magical land that is sinking rapidly. It's such an amazing place to go and explore, which is one of why it's one of the like biggest tourist destinations on the planet, which will come into play <laughs> in this episode. And it's so perfect that we just open up on Zach on a gondola in like a royal purple seat. He has never looked more vampiric. Oh, I love it. You know, you know that they spent hours finding the most goth gondola. <laughs> the goth gondola? Yes. <laughs> the the gothola. It's amazing how these people can actually drive these boats and maneuver them so carefully without just crashing into each other. If I got behind the wheel of one of these things or behind an oar, 
Dude, I'd be hitting every single one of these boats. Pavalia Island, it's the place where all the plague victims went to be burned. It, they eventually had a an asylum built there, and it's uh, le the legend behind it is that it is that the island itself is built from the ashes of the people who died there, which is definitely not true, but is fucking cool as shit. Yeah, that's that's some metal Excellent. ass legend yeah. shit. And <laughs> you know, this is this episode really uh, stands out in the Ghost Adventure canon because it's. I think not only is it an hour long because it's a special, it is literally the least amount of chaff before the investigation because there's like three people that they talk to and that's it. Yeah. The island is, it's illegal to go there and it's closed off by the government. And no, and he's like, nobody goes there. Locals fear traveling there and it, but obviously that's not true. <laughs> Yeah, there's graffiti everywhere. Yeah, obviously the Italian branch of Juggalos are very familiar <laughs> with how to get to Bavalia. <laughs> woo, woo, Zach, Zach's whole evidence gathering thing to like build up the fear and the, the tension really kind of rings hollow for me. Yeah. He interviews a few people. One of them who really gives them, like, really riles him up, really gets him fucking turgid. Frederico Moro. This is, again, like, Zach sticking out, like, a sore thumb with his, like, fucking horrible hat. And he's, like, he is flexing so hard in front of these sexy, oh, lithe Italian dude, boys who are just well-dressed. Like, <laughs> never has Zach's brand of hot dude been like so obviously like american yeah yeah up against like just regular ass italian guys because regular ass italian dudes are just hot as shit their interpreter is like perfect v-cut body popped collar hot young dude never <laughs> mentioned his name at all yeah and and meanwhile zach is over there in the corner sucking in his abs as hard as he can <laughs> and he's just like ensuring like you can see that his like his his forearms never like go too far up or out because he's just flexing his biceps the whole time <laughs> while he's talking no, look no. at my look at my body look at but then we've got that amazing amazing interaction between zach and frederico where frederico is describing all the ways that people died oh daddy oh daddy please get to five <laughs> please oh, give please. me number five oh, oh, I need it. just give me one more Ovella was a dying place for a lot of people for a lot of different reasons. War, plague, uh, illness, killing by the, the courts. Uh, Let me get to five. One more. Tsunami. Yes. Everything you say to me Come! And then the way he says tsunami makes it sound like the most delicious fucking thing you could ever eat. He's like a tsunami. <laughs> He's a bit of a tsunami. Mmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You can get that at the Pavalia Island gift shop. You get the, the tsunami. The cream tsunami. The cream tsunami is something that happens in Venice a lot. <laughs> at fucking mask parties. <laughs> mask parties, you say? This activity was hot, and whatever it was didn't want us in here. 
just to get this out of the way, one of my favorite parts of the whole first part of this episode is Zach trying to play off the fact that no one will talk to him as they're af- oh. the locals are afraid of the island, not that oh, the locals dude. don't want to talk to this douchebag. That's ex- literally what I wrote down in my in my notes. It's <laughs> exactly what I wrote down. He has this whole fucking dumb sequence where he's like, we tried to ask all the locals about Pavilia Island, and they seem to be afraid of talking about it. And it's just him being like, uh, 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 Pavilia, Pavilia? He's just yelling Pavilia at all these, you know, Venetians who are just like, Jesus Christ, we're so tired of loud-ass Americans. Venice right now is uh, like a Disneyland. If we don't find a solution, it could be a city with the beautiful marbles, but without a real life, without citizens. You know anything about Povelia? You don't want to chill talk? That's, that's what they all seem to say. All the local services have been transformed one by one into souvenir shops, tourist restaurants, fast food places. Nothing seems to be catered for us. Do they know about Povelia? Povelia? That's what they do. They just they just go right by you. They don't even want to talk about it. My favorite is the girl the the girl on the bike that he just <laughs> starts shouting at, and she's just doesn't even acknowledge. There isn't uh, even like a head move to suggest no. that she sees him. She's just fucking gone. She's got a life to live. But there is one person who will talk to him about this. That is, uh, as Nick would say, Manuel. <laughs> God damn it. I know. <laughs> Manuel, the leader of Allegro Tours, and he is a Venetian paranormal expert. Oh, really? That's what it's, that's what his title card said. I looked him up. He does oh. seem to be a tour guide. I don't know about spooky expert, but oh, um, okay. I do. I do love that they spent like a whole part of a day with this guy interacting with him and then by the end of the day nick still can't pronounce his name manual when we were doing the walkthrough with manual well we got the weird feeling that manual felt uneasy presence dude can i just can i just gush about how much i love manuel oh my god he's my favorite can i just jump in here really quick manuel is maybe my favorite person they've ever interviewed on this show. He is a thousand so, percent. He is so Italian, and he just looks pretty normal, you know, besides the perfect hair. He looks pretty yeah. normal, but he also just, like, exudes this, like, flamboyant, like, you know, Venetian energy. And oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah. love him so much. I, he, he strikes me as the type of person who like he like tucks a napkin into his collar before he eats pussy like that's the type oh, yeah. of person he is <laughs> uh, well the biggest you've ever seen probably really yep look how big it is no <laughs> this manuel affirmed in me a belief that the paranormal world needs more sassy nonplussed italian men oh like my he god is so understated and unimpressed with yeah. zach the whole time like yeah he, he's like he's like building into this whole thing where he's like are you sure you want to stay the night 
but it's not like in a yeah. like oh you're so badass he's he it's more in like a you're fucking you americans are so fucking stupid like what yeah, are you fucking you doing arrogant here? american I, oh his posture like oh his posture where he like holds his elbow with one hand and he has his other hand up like towards his face just like kind of like limp wristed just like fancy 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 boy his whole persona and that like his posture i'm gonna do a poll that i'm probably gonna keep in the episode just because it makes me sound like a stupid old man because our audience is probably not gonna recognize the reference he he reminds me a thousand percent of Serge, the art gallery guy from Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, dude, you, I don't know that dude. <laughs> to spend the night, I think that nobody wants to spend the night here, of course. No, nobody I, would be. It, no. it would be crazy to do that. No, don't be stupid. He's definitely like like a gallery owner type of character. Like unimpressed and better than you. Nothing nothing can excite him. Like everybody here in the as they're walking through as Manuel's taking them on this tour have the the most look at my arm moments so far in the show. Like it's like it's like it feels like an eternity of everybody pointing at their arms. Yeah, and and <laughs> And Zach doing doing his his finger up like my hair because he he thinks that like you know he has to pantomime everything to these people <laughs> yeah. because they don't understand his his words and he, my hairs are just going boop you know straight up because I got the sound feeling on my skin I don't know why look at that yeah I can feel my hairs going. Hachi machi. Even when he's scared, he's just like, mm, I don't believe I want to be here anymore, so I'm going to leave. And that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's just like, I'm, I, God damn it, dude. Like, I just want to, like, eat cheese and drink wine with him so bad. Like, he just, he just makes me, he's like a cat. He's like a cat became a man. I will add one thing to your desire i want to eat cheese drink wine and judge people with him. oh yeah yeah i could just imagine him sitting at like a venetian cafe and just like vaguely looking over and then just kind of like moving his head slightly and then rolling his eyes and that's oh, all and just like very Ugh. subtly he's very subtle he he you know the most they get out of him is a slight eyebrow raise <laughs> when when Nick is like, oh, our equipment is breaking again. Our equipment. Oh, no. I heard a sound and then the equipment broke. And then it pans over yeah. and he's just like, mm. mm. <laughs> on On Paranormal Zaddies, when we get that show off the ground, Ooh. we have to find Manuel because I want to see him on a full investigation. I want that energy going into a ghost hunt. Oh yeah, and like his 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 taunting would just be so subtle but so pointed. Oh yeah. <laughs> He'd come into a sp space and just be like, mm, "You died in this such a pathetic way." This is a place of plague and death. Hmm, how unfortunate for you. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so funny that you and I 
<laughs> we can only do a German accent. Poorly. I know we're terrible. <laughs> yeah, we're fucking terrible. Uh, accents are not our strong suit. At least we can say his fucking name, Manuel. Yes. Nick. Manuel. 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 <laughs> the enormity of of their flat brain. The enormity of their stupidity is just overwhelming. They're getting set up to go into this building that Manuel does not want to go in. And he asks again if Zack is, like, sure he wants to stay the night at this place. Again, not because he's like, wow, you're so cool, but wow, you're so fucking stupid. And Zack, again, the meanness to Aaron, (laughs) it is not (laughs) as explicit in this episode it's not putting him in bondage and making him like writhe on television but it goes way deeper in this episode and we'll get into it but it starts here where zach is like the only one who might be unsure is that one and it pans to aaron he's like oh dude oh dude and then manuel doesn't even jump in on that hate yeah because he says what do you mean? The biggest one, which confirms. It confirms that he is the thickest and largest boy out there. <laughs> this this coming from him right after Nick makes a huge deal out of getting a single thorn in his forehead. He's like he's like, oh, so he's gonna be the one who doesn't wanna be here? The the one the yeah. big guy? who's like carrying all the stuff and you got a thorn in your forehead and freaked out and Zach freaked out because he saw a lizard. I think that's the best Manuel moment where he's like, uh, oh yes, there are rats. And then Pete, and then like, they're like, oh rats. He's like, oh yes. The, uh, the biggest you've ever seen. And then Zach <laughs> immediately, like he like has the, the thought of rats in his head. And he freaks <laughs> out. And then Manuel without stopping or he doesn't even look at no. Zach. And he just says, mm, no, that was a lizard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I love him so much. He's he's in the canon of best characters. Absolutely. Manuel is just, ugh, he can fuck my wife in front of me any day. 1,000%. If we could oh. ever get married. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the catch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you feel sad? Do, do you feel sad? I don't know what I feel, bro. It's I feel really, body. really sad, man. They're standing in front of this this boat, the the motor boat that they're gonna take over there with all their equipment, and they they notice two contrails that crossed. Mm-hmm. Which boy oh boy, that is common as shit. But. Yep. It strikes a bit, like, has a striking resemblance to the crosses we put down for our X cameras. Is this a sign? I love it. I love it. This is the most Zach Baggins moment in the whole episode, I think. Besides, well, yeah, no, I, I would say. Oh, I don't know. This is this is an episode <laughs> ripe with Zach Bagans moments. Yeah. I think this is... This episode is the Zach Bagan moment of the Zach Bagan saga. If last episode was like was Nick centric, this one is definitely definitely Zach centric. He obviously thinks he's the main character of reality. Well, yeah. I mean, if you look at him walking down the street in any sequence, 
he looks like a, like somebody who's decked out in too much dumb shit in like an RPG. Yeah. He's that character who's jumping down the street and like waving a sword and everyone's like, "Ah, oh, fuck, it, there goes the main character." Yeah, in a sh- in in an anime, he's the one with like purple hair. Get those nerds! Nerd! Nerd! Aaron and Nick insist on uh fucking quote unquote doing knuckles with their camera equipment. Which no wonder shit's breaking all the time if you're fucking slamming your camera equipment as fist bumps, you fucking idiots. I know, and like, the way that the way that like Aaron laughs about it, he's like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> like fucking don't. Aaron knuckles with the cameras. Dude, not cool. I'm not gonna do that no more. You guys deal with that. There's still scaffolding from an abandoned uh, uh, building project on there where somebody right. was trying to, like, renovate yeah. in the 60s or something. And, and Zach says there's rumors that it was stopped because of the dark energy scaring the builders away. <laughs> it's the dark energy of budget cuts. Exactly. <laughs> the budget is very scary because, fun fact, Eric... The island went up for sale not too long ago. What? Why didn't why didn't why didn't Zach buy it? This is a good question because I think he could afford it because it was only $400,000 for the entire island. What what what? You know the problem though, Eric? What? <laughs> and this is why perhaps the builders left. Take a guess on the estimated costs. For the renovations of Pavalia Island's facilities. Uh, two million. Sixteen million euros. Dude! Oh, shit! Damn! Man, but like, there's so many rich fucks in the world who have... That's that's a that's nothing to them. Like, if I were Elon Musk, I would buy the fuck out of that and totally restore it. Yeah. Sixteen oh my God. million? That's nothing. That's how much like his next blowjob costs. <laughs> it would be Manuel. It would be Manuel the best. <laughs> he would just look at you in the eyes haughtily for just like thirty solid seconds. And he would just not break eye contact as yeah. he went down on his knees. And he would just throat you one time and you would yeah. just come. And then he would look really, really disappointed and like really unimpressed. And he'd be like, mm, mm, pay me. <laughs> yeah, he would, he would like, he would give like a little, he would gargle, you know, as a Somalian <laughs> might. Just like, can I... <laughs> and he'd be like, hmm, this does taste acceptable and then you would come again from the minor compliment that you get from him <laughs> oh shit unbelievable <laughs> god it gets worse on the way over as they're getting ready for the lockdown after they see an x in the sky and think it's a sign because zach is the main character it gets a little bit awkward because they're having some they're having a, a, like a, a competition of trying to say the cut to commercial line and they're really not doing a great job. Did you notice this? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Zach pulls it off at the end there. Yeah, but it takes that's at when he arrives. There's all the attempts in the boat ride over. 
Yeah, there's like, oh man, look at the sun going down. It's just like Dracula. And when that yeah. when that sun goes down, the beast comes out. That's right. The the beasts come out. And so let the beasts come out to <laughs> to play. And then Nick Nick really shows that he is uh Nick has no improv game and no ability to like set the mood because his contribution is let's go capture some apparitions. <laughs> He's like a fucking oh, youth group counselor. God damn it. Let's go praise the Lord. I'm a little praiser, I'm a hallelujah raiser, and I love the Lord best of all. You have reached your final destination. Hell. Yay! Come on, come on. He pulls off, you know, the, the good line at the end, the, you've reached your final destination. Hell. Heck. Which is one, heck, which is one of my favorite <laughs> lines. Um, but then shortly after that, one of my other favorite lines, which is talking about how how they're planning. They plan so well so that they can execute their plan of attack with military precision. <laughs> <laughs> playing too much Call of Duty, dude. Come on. I, I can't tell if this is a burn on them or the military because their execution their execution of their plan of attack with quote unquote military precision is kind of uh, thrown into stark contrast with the fact that they spend half the episode lost on the island and getting pissy about it. Once we arrived on Povelia, we went over our plan of attack so that we would execute it with military precision. Later that same evening. I find out how to get out of here. Moments I want to do over. Where are we? I don't know. Where the are we? Go, go, go up. Been a doing this for three hours. <laughs> and that's when we get, as there is getting set up with military precision, we have an overhead map that we printed off the internet to set up our X cameras. And that is where the lockdown of Pavalia Island, or Pavaglia Island, as Zach says multiple <laughs> times, begins. Pavaglia. This is how Ghost Adventures crew gets locked down. I can't wait to get locked in here. I'm just pumped. You guys pumped? Yeah. Let's go get this started. I'm nervous. No! You know things are going to get lit when the first thing that Zach says is that they should speak Italian. Oh, God, dude. Oh, <laughs> their, their Italian is so funny. I la pesta. Sei un bastardo. Te ricordi di me? Respectfully, you're not. So they're 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 going through. They're asking in Italian, like they're they're like, take my energy, do harm to us. And Nick starts their favorite improv game of Do you feel X? And then Aaron fucks up immediately because he doesn't yes and on it. Yeah, so he repeats the exact same thing again. <laughs> he's like, he's like, do you feel like your equilibrium's off? And Aaron's like, uh, uh, and he's like, you know, like sick. And Aaron's like, I don't know, man. He's like, do you feel like your equilibrium's off? You know, like you're sick. He says the exact same thing again. And then Aaron goes so hard, he doesn't even, like, try and think about it, really, when he when he understands the question. He's like, no, I feel fine. <laughs> yeah, and Nick's like, ah, ah, come on! 
Do you feel kind of like your equilibrium's thrown off? Like What's that? Kind of sick? Do you feel like your equilibrium's thrown off? No, I feel like fine. sick? I feel fine. What is this, amateur hour? Aaron drops the ball, and Zach, before it lands on the ground, picks it up, and he's like, oh. Yeah, during that, he turns to, to Zach, and Zach is already facing the ground, and he's like, Zach, what about you? And he's like, oh. And this is when we get our first spooky evp one of many dude yes like and like nick is like really reaffirming now that the ball has been packed up like look i said use my energy and they're using your energy and then they get the <laughs> the, the sound which does sound like a street fighter sound effect i made you oh, yeah happy. <laughs> right at this exact moment i captured an evp an electronic voice phenomena or spirit voice on my digital recorder this this noise makes them freak out really hard and this is one of my favorite aaron shots of all time please get this for the instagram because <laughs> the his posture his like He's holding this camera like really like just up on his chest. So he's kind of hunched over. He's like being filmed from the side. He's in a corner and he's framed in a really weird way. So it makes him look like a scared little boy. Like he is like, <laughs> looks like he's like, he looks like he's a 12 year old with a goatee and he's freaked out. He's like, no, 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 it's not okay because yeah. I felt a burst of energy that went through my body, bro. Yeah. No, everyone's, there's a flurry of bleeps and then mostly just Aaron saying, not okay. I'm not okay. Settle up, settle up. It's okay. Oh my God, dude. It's okay. No, that's not okay. <laughs> and then Zach asks, because he doesn't care, what made that noise? And it gives me one of my favorite Aaron moments, because Aaron, nonplussed, not having fun, not okay, just goes, Stone up. <laughs> Oh, man. And this is when we get to the point where everyone gets drained. Yeah, Aaron Aaron makes the uh, when headache pain strikes face. Yep. And says he gets really lightheaded. And Nick has been complaining about the same shit. But also, just going to jump in here with this uh, little, little, little thing about Venice. Uh, Venice is well known for its mold because it's a floating city. And you can only imagine how moldy this is dilapidated abandoned old building must be dilapidated old abandoned unserviced untreated <laughs> unheated who knows what the air quality is like in there oh i'm gonna say that it's like probably when zach complains about all of his lung problems uh this black mold and rat shit coated building is probably up there for reasons why. Where the rat, where the rat shits are the size of Aaron's shits. Oh, it smells so bad. Oh, 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 run! It's so nasty. Zach gets the most powerful orb ever recorded. It's mm -hmm. the Uber orb. 
Yeah. It's a 22 on the EMF detector. It's so powerful that it drains the energy of the EMF detector. Whoa, whoa. Oh, 22.2, guys. I'm dizzy, dude. I need to stop. Look at this doesn't even work anymore. It just used all of our energy and our equipment's energy. Oh. <laughs> he says, like, this is the highest we've ever recorded with this device. And then the device shuts off. Which, if you're going to be scientific about it, if your device mouth, like, gets a crazy reading and then dies, there's a high chance... That reading was false. Vegeta, what does the scouter say about his power level? It's 22.2. What? There's no way that could be right. Yeah, I consider myself to be a great Weeaboo warrior. <laughs> yeah. I love it when they when they get cool evidence. I love it. Oh yeah. I'm into it. Oh yeah. But I. Me I, too. But in in equal parts, I hate the bullshit. Mm-hmm. I, I get really mad when, when Zach's like, this is a great way to get some scientific proof, you know? And it's like, yeah. you're you're walking around with an Xbox Connect strapped to your face. Like, shut the fuck up. You had the budget for one device and it broke after three seasons of use. At least we have a bunch of 3D printed devices to look forward to i think they have to rely on 3d printed devices just given how often things like what happens next mm. happens <laughs> this is it this is the possession yes of zach bagans the ultimate tantrum and eric before we get in i have to do a little bible study Ooh, all right Just when I think that I've uncovered so much Zach biblical text, mm. I find what is equivalent to the Dead Sea Scrolls. Ooh. There is an entire <laughs> other book. The Gospel of Aaron. No, this is this is this is like the early testament of Zach Bagans. This is pre I Am Haunted. Oh, what? He wrote a book called Dark World. Is this another Zach Bagans biography? It's a whole nother book about the early years. Oh, Joel! Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck! I'm so excited! How... Okay, go ahead. Go on. Go off, bitch. In this book, he actually goes into detail because he mentions in the episode that they can't... They don't want to show the whole... Like, everything, it's so disturbing, Zach didn't want to show the whole thing. Yeah. And he goes into it. And let me read from Dark World. Oh, fuck. Next thing I know, I felt different. And not just a little different. I felt like someone else was looking through my eyes. Nothing looked familiar to me. I froze. My body wouldn't move. I looked at Aaron. And suddenly felt a rage build up in me to do him harm. I saw myself tearing him apart. I wanted to peel his skin off and gouge out his eyes. 
It continues. Get out of here, I yelled, lashing out for no apparent reason. I squeezed the camera in my hands until it snapped. For a second, I thought I might be having a stroke or some sort of super bad reaction to shellfish. I couldn't keep it straight. (laughs) That's reasonable. Every time I've had an allergic reaction, I've looked at my friend and wanted to peel his skin off. That's a common side effect to allergies. (laughs) And anger took me over and the fight was on. I fought to get whatever it was out of me. It was a struggle between good and evil that I eventually won, but not before going through a traumatic battle. I had to keep reminding myself of who I was and that I wasn't weak enough to be taken over or evil enough to hurt my friends. I had to concentrate on all the good things in my life until the darkness left me. After I shouted at Aaron, he wisely left me alone. Nick also moved away, because apparently all the anger is fucking directed at Aaron. (laughs) Yeah. He also moved away from me and went behind a wall until it was over. What was really dangerous was that I had a machete on my hip at the time. We had been using it to get through some of the thick, overgrown weeds on the island. Luckily, the evil trying to take me over didn't realize it. If it had... Dot, dot, dot. I had a hard time watching the footage. When we got home, there wasn't a pause there. I just fucked up the delivery. Afterwards, I didn't want the entire episode to air because I didn't want my niece and nephew to see me like that. It was scary. It just wasn't me. I grabbed at Aaron and yelled at him more than what was shown in the episode. I didn't speak in audible words, but garbled and mumbled tones instead. It lasted a lot longer than you would think, too. It was about an hour between the time I felt strange and I got back to my senses. What? All I really remember doing is the cleansing afterwards with a sacred chisholm on my forehead and feeling like it was hot grease burning the evil energy away. Oh, and that is the behind the scenes of that scene. Holy shit. Let's unpack that shit. (laughs) Okay, there's no way that lasted an hour. (laughs) Because, like, even being a bottom bitch, Aaron is not going to put up with being yelled at like that for an hour. Me? Yeah! Let's let's just for now assume that the possession is real and it's a, a thing that can happen and it's really scary if it happens, right? Let's just assume. Yeah. For the sake of fun. Okay. The first like five minutes would be very harrowing and scary, but like after 10 minutes, I feel like it's just got to be kind of annoying, right? It's just like... <sighs> what? To, what? To, to Zach or to the people around him? To the people around him. Like, Nick yeah. and Aaron are just, like, hanging outside. Like, they have, like, a shoot schedule and they're just like, is he fucking... Is he still, like, sitting there and there and just yelling at himself? And they, like, poke their head around the corner. And he's, like, still violently shaking his body. And they're just like, yeah... And he's still going. He's still going. Hey, do you want to come out? 
No, no, he doesn't want to come out. All right. It it seemed to me like a very like a ro- roid rage moment. I think he wanted to be so swole for this episode. He got extra yeah. fucking like horse pills, which uh, is why he was so fucking like yoked. Occam's razor. <laughs> Most likely. Okay. Here's my thing. You want to just demonstrably prove and convince people that paranormal's real, possession's real, demonic possession's real. You don't release the footage. Like, his fucking niece and nephew are grown as shit now. Like, how yeah. old is his and nephew at the time? It doesn't matter. This is 2009. They're adults. Fucking release it. What the fuck? Why would you, why would you think that it's too disturbing? Like your whole shit is disturbing. Like that's your whole, your, he jacks off to disturbing all the time. That's his whole thing. And same with his fans. <laughs> dark death, the kind of dark history that we like. So what we get from this scene though, is Zach fucking drops his camera to his side, starts blam jamming mm-hmm. and everyone's around him. And yeah. He, like, grabs Aaron, and he just starts screaming at him. And Aaron has a very, very natural reaction of being like, me? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me? And he's like, yeah, you motherfucker! And he's like, get out of here! And then he's, like, slamming himself against the wall, and he's breaking his camera, which... yeah. I will say the part where he's like ripping his camera to bits, that is interesting because I don't imagine he would want Travel Channel to see him breaking their equipment. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is possession real? That's that's the question. I don't know. I mean, like they're they're coming to possession through the lens of a Christian centric worldview. That, like, demons exist and demons are from hell and God and Jesus and the Holy Ghost are the only ones that can help you. It's very skewed. It's a very ethnocentric, skewed view of possession. Well, and Zach has a pretty interesting view on possession, if I might read (gasps) from another text. Oh, holy, holy, holy! <laughs> That's right. We're going to church today, my friends. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Did you just hear a voice? This is from I Am Haunted in the chapter Post Possession Blues. And he says. Sometimes I feel that a possession can do a person good. While it is hell to go through, literally, the people (laughs) who experienced a possession go on to live great lives with no recollection of the event. Maybe it makes them stronger in the end. Like any traumatic event can make a person more resilient. No one knows what demons are. No one has been able to study or dissect one. I'm not taking the side of demons. I do think they're evil. But when a demon possesses you, does it really do damage to your body? Or does it actually help? Can a dose of supernatural... 
This is so fucking wild, man. Can a dose of supernatural energy that makes you levitate, speak in Latin, or have superhuman strength make you a better person in the long run? Think about it. A godlike power is entering your body and giving you its power. When it leaves, what does it leave behind? You won't know what effects it had until years later. Does a spirit entering your body energize your organs or cells? Does it prevent disease? Do demons get diseases? Do they die? So many questions. So <laughs> oh few God. answers. This is the plot of Ghost Rider. What the fuck? <laughs> the chapter ends with a picture of Zack with Dracula fangs. Uh, that's it. No! No! That's the oh most my God. fucking nut bar shit. I've... What? Is he, like... is We made the joke about the paranormal diet plan. Be as light as a ghost. I feel like Zack is trying to suggest the health benefits of demonic possession here. Oh my god. It's, I mean, hey, if a tapeworm can help you lose weight, what about a fucking <laughs> demon? Burning those calories from the inside. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> Something got inside me, man, that was not me. It wasn't me. <laughs> it had to be extracted with, and this is hard for me to accept, with the holy oil, the holy anointment oil that they got <laughs> from Pastor Kyle. Woo! Call back. I am an exorcist. Tough guy, you're a strong guy. But what are you going to do on the spiritual level? These are the new adventures of Bible Man. This like struck me as such a Lord of the Rings moment. Yeah. Where it's like it's like you know <laughs> like like Pastor Galadriel gave them yeah. all their their gifts and they're like wait a minute i remember we have that one gift from the first season oh my god i hope deacon kyle comes back because they're gonna have to re-up soon that's another part of bullshit with that whole thing because he says that in in the book he says it burns him when he puts it on but in the video he just puts it on and he's like hmm all right here have some aaron and we know that if it burnt him, he would have made a big fucking deal out of it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is this is revisionist history. I like looking into the paranormal. It's fun. It's very fun. But the amount of shyster bullshit that goes into it really fucking, like, takes away a lot of the credibility of even things that, like, seem pretty plausible. It's like, okay, Zach, why are you fucking talking about it being like a grease fire later? Like, it doesn't make sense. You're not you're not doing good with your continuity, bud. <laughs> I heard that, dude. Shut up. Zach is gesturing violently with his fucking machete, emphasizing every word by hacking at the air with his fucking machete. And he's like, "I'm going to open the seal of this island." And he digs his machete into the ground, he opens it up, and he and then he has like this like crazy like necromancer Zach monologue where he's like hopefully all these spirits rise from their ashes and i'm gonna tell yeah. them that i'm sad <laughs> i really <laughs> it, it, it was like a perfect moment for him to break into song this is not even dirt all it is is like ash look at that 
No, you just bust into a skull? And that right there is like breaking the seal through all this death, and hopefully all these spirits will rise from their ashes. And I respect these spirits, it's very sad, and right now I'm gonna tell them that I'm sad. It's a very Disney Prince moment because, you know, Aaron, Eternal Squire for the Knight of Baggins, then has to help him don his his mask, his necromantic doctor's mask. Yeah. So he can prance around the field with his arms wide, like almost like a bird stance, like he's doing like a fucking bird impression. And, you know, and he's he gets like weird and whispery. It's like, do you remember me? Yeah. Do you remember me but do you remember when when Aaron tries to speak Italian Hala oh, wait I la pesta Aaron you're probably scaring him away that is the fucking like that's when Zach gets his mojo back like fucking Zach is still like riding that sadness wave from the possession <laughs> yeah no Aaron's just trying so hard and zach's like you're scaring him off yeah zach gets all of his power back from being mean to aaron for like two seconds go in there touch aaron scratch aaron's forehead okay physical touch men's shower aaron this is a perfect spot for you la pesta aaron you're probably scaring him away Zack starts doing his bird impression, and then a ghost runs up the bridge and knocks their light down. That's right, Ghost Goes Quick Part 2. This part was actually pretty great, except that, again, we have a situation where someone is behind the thing that gets pushed, so we don't get to see what happens. You smell that? It smells really bad. That does right here. Oh, it smells like... Like horse, you know. I think the first half of this episode, again, you can kind of write off the I feel game and possession. Zach is obviously taking some acting classes, so it's pretty good. But this is when the the spooky stuff really starts happening. Yeah, is the ire light getting down? And that could be. Aaron could have just like been super tired of Zach doing his plague doctor dance and just wanted to be alone. So maybe he just knocks it over and be like, Oh, look, we got a thing. Maybe we can leave now. <laughs> we gotta go. Call me the vagina, but I would like to get the fuck out of here. And then they get really lost trying to get to their next location. And like nature fights the boys once again. It's just spiders and thorns. Aaron is the only one that's almost passively dressed for it and he is getting torn to shreds we know that zach can wear sleeves we've seen him wear long sleeves but i don't know if he's aware that it is allowed to wear sleeves at night (laughs) zach shows that he's really bad at both navigating and using a machete to the point where nick even fucking like calls him on it he's like Hey man, can you like clear some of that stuff? And then Zach just starts getting mad. He's like, where are we? We've been doing this for like three hours. (laughs) Another time dilation from Zach. Their solution is to fucking just run through the brambles. Just push. Just be like, ow, 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 ow. And just get to the next building. Well, they get to a building and it's just, this, the scene is just straight out of a horror game. It's so scary. 
Like, they just roll up on a building, and they're like, fuck, what building is this? Where are we? And they go in, and they're like, oh, shit, we know what building this is. This is the tower. This is where that guy killed himself. And this is when Zack starts getting the momentum back. We're going back to the classic Zack attack. He realizes he needs to amp shit up. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to climb this thing. And it's an ancient ladder. And Aaron and Nick both are like, yo, that's that's really dangerous. And then Zack has the best reaction where he goes, yeah, well, that's why I'm doing it. <laughs> and, and I just had such a flash of Zack talking back to his parents. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm going to do. You're not going to stop me. Kickflip. Zachary Maximilian Bagans, <laughs> why are you out there doing skateboard tricks on the concrete? Because it's dangerous, and that's what I want to do. It's not a phase, Mom. It's my life. Don't tell me what I can't do. I'm going to eat cat food out of the garbage can. Fuck you, Mom. He's like, push me off or whatever. And then they get a no, but definitely a squeaky fart. Definitely mm-hmm. a squeaky fart from Aaron. Yeah. And it sounds like a squeaky fart. And even even Nick is reacting <laughs> like there's a stink in the air. Do you feel that? You smell, smell that too. After that, they set up the boombox. And this is, I think, the best part of the episode where they split up. Yeah. It starts off in the best way with a absolutely abysmal failure of doing a Three Musketeers fist bump. Oh my god, it's so sad. It's so bad. It's so bad that that they can't even fake any enthusiasm that it happened right. Yeah? Yep. Look in the middle. See ya. Later. That's, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> you could hear the, like, grumpiness in Zach's voice. Because, yeah. as they like to remind us... It's pitch black. This is what our eyes see. Cut to black. And but Zach just has his fucking fist out in the center, like some idiot, like he like his friends can see it. And then Aaron is the only one who goes for it and he like hits Zach's wrist. <laughs> and then Zach's just like, Ugh, all right, all right. Yeah, let's go. But they hit the they they put the fist bump boom sound effect in there <laughs> as though it was successful. <laughs> Maybe I they got Aaron to edit this one, and he was like, "I'm gonna make him look like a fucking idiot." That is a that's a like editing room moment where like Zach just like makes eyes at Nick, and it's just like, <laughs> let's just make it seem like it worked out. Like let's just. Why don't we just put that in there? We, we were planning on putting that in there anyways. Let's just like put it in. We just got to keep it in. We got to get to that hour mark, okay? Let's just put in the fucking fist bump noise. Put in the bump. Poor Aaron. Nick goes to the chapel and just stays there. Zach yeah. goes back to what he calls the bad room because he has to prove that he's manly and that he's not afraid of these ghosts. Aaron has to go, remember, because they, they just came from the plague fields and had to hack their way through and got lost. And there were spiders and thorns and and ghosts going quick. He has to go all the way back there and then back to the fucking building they were just in. And this is our first apparition of the episode. It's pretty good. It's spooky. 
there's like a mist that crosses over the the field at the same time there's like very obvious like man voice sounds the mist is like kind of good like it's tough because it's like an island it could be fog but the man voice sound is really good because that doesn't sound like an animal it's like really the first evp that is not conflated with a fart or an animal it just sounds like weird guttural talking it's just it's like a man speaking now i have a goosebump it cuts to zach who's in the bad room and this is where zach really just starts stroking his own dick because he's like "Mm, you probably think i'm a brave little bastard for coming back here Mm." (laughs) you think i'm a bad boy don't you (laughs) it's followed by him voicing over talking about how dangerous it is and how he won't let it beat him well he does also he does his like regular ass hyperbole where he's like this is the most dangerous thing i've ever done on the show ever i went back to the place where i had roid rage (laughs) and he's just like he's constantly affirming through this of like how crazy he is he's like oh yeah, you know, I'm, I got just by myself here in this bad room because I'm, like, fucking crazy, dude. Uh, yeah, and, uh, but, and, okay, so this is, like, one of the weird ones because he gets a crystal clear breath yes. on the EVP after he starts taunting. And then he gets footsteps and a moan, which is, like, yeah, hair-raisingly scary. And, like, these are the clearest footsteps I think I've ever heard on Ghost Adventures so far. Like, these are, like, like directly feet-on-concrete footsteps. Like, they're yes. so clear. And then that moan, like, I... All I wrote down was I would, I would run so fast. I would run. Yeah, absolutely. And, but I don't know where I would go. Like, this is, like, this, this is a, a, a hellish location to have lockdown yeah. on. Because they are they are landlocked. They're stuck. He gets the fucking footsteps. He starts calling the dark a bastard in Italian. And he, he's still patting himself on the ass for how cool he is. Bastardo! Bastardo! And he brings out the EMF detector. And he gets another orb up his booty hole. Mm-hmm. And then he gets a voice that is the clearest that we get. Yes. It, it says, let's fight in English. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, man. This And this demon is, like, definitely a listener to the podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they... <laughs> this demon just straight up, in the dark, challenges Zach Bagans to a fight. Uh, if this demon happens to be listening, uh, if you're out there, we really appreciate you. Uh, please listen to our podcast. Maybe come on as a guest. That'd be great. If you uh, want some good mic time and uh, help us in our quest to fight Zach Bagans, because I agree. Just Let's fight. Don't ruin our equipment because we can't. We're poured. We can't. Yeah, we don't have the travel channel. You can't ruin our equipment, but you can definitely enter us. I'm, in, I'm into it. You can enter me. Come on in. I call upon the element of the earth and the elemental gnomes. Please watch over our magical right tonight. I call upon the element of air. And I call upon the element elemental of sylph please come in this leads us into uh 
the Black Mist might is definitely like one of the best apparitions they've ever picked up, and they pay no attention to it. I don't get it. I fucking don't get it. I don't get it at all. Like, this is it. This is the scene. This is the fucking in the trailer. That is juicy shit. To set the scene, this Zach or Nick is over at the chapel. He starts doing his thing. He starts saying, take my energy again. And he hears two very, like, they're not words, but like two very clear EVP sounds. Like, they're very interesting sounds. Yeah. And so he leaves the room. And the static camera that in the room that he left sees a full-on black mist descend from the ceiling. Like it's not, it's not an artifact. It's not like lighting it's stuff. Not a it's bug. like pure black cloud descending, accompanied in perfect time with a guttural moan. Like yeah, a, and then it like dissipates like perfectly. It's just it's so good. Yeah, it's full on fucking hexes shit. Just like mm. like I just felt a very big like sexy Tim Curry smoke monster vibe from that. At this exact moment, while Nick came to the chapel room to investigate the moan, his static night vision camera back in the hospital room captured what appears to be a black mist manifesting and then disappearing into thin air. And at the same time, you can hear an unexplained moan. The fact that this isn't the centerpiece of the episode, I just, I don't understand it because it like, it fits the theme of like smoke and ash and it's, it's a moan of sadness and distress or sexy Tim Curry energy, kind of hard to tell (laughs) with the black smoke. Oh. Mm, pouring down <laughs> like egg chow mein. Anyways, um, I love Hexus, my favorite villain of all time from children's what? movies. What? Shut up. It's one of my favorites. Dude, that's I, why we're I fucking thought, friends, nerd. I thought he was sexy. I thought he was very sexual. <laughs> I do believe we are destined to be soul mates. That's rather nice. I'll be in my bunk. Zach leaves his location and he gets a bye-bye, which is fun. I don't know if it's saying bye-bye, but no matter what it's saying, that is a really scary sound. Yeah. He's saying that it's it's the same demon because it sounds the same. It's like that same like high pitch kind of like baby voice, which is scary as shit. Demons Zach says often sound like little girls for some reason. And they think that it's because their, their whole mythos is that it's like a perversion of something that's good. And then we get to Aaron. He tries speaking Italian this time unhindered (laughs) by his bros. And boy, he is just not pulling it off. He still apologizes, which is so adorable. So I have some questions here. Che. Che, oh, sorry. Che qualchi spirito qui? Oh man, I'm gonna try some English here just just to see what happens. He fucking like gets to a fever pitch of like full on big eyes, Aaron like oh, fucking yeah. poggers face. Oh like, yeah, big big grouper mouth. 
Aaron. Yeah. Boom. Clearly, despite his apology, the local Italian ghosts are pissed at his butchering of their language. And he hears stuff falling, gets the Pogger's face, and then he pulls out a machete. Yeah. (laughs) And he starts running around with it. And he gets crazy voices. Oh, yeah. To be fair to Aaron, busting out his machete. <laughs> he thinks for sure that, like, he can kill a ghost with his fucking machete. I think Aaron might be maybe a bit more of a realist. And, like, he's, he's, he's like, into the ghost stuff, but he also knows that it could be a giant rat that comes up and fucking bites him. And then he gets rabies and he has to fucking, like, get put down himself because Zach isn't going to, like, he probably, Zach, Zach doesn't give him health insurance or whatever. So. No. No, and the minute that Zach finds out that he's, that he's got rabies, he's going to put him down right away. He's not even going to give him a chance. <laughs> he's going to old yeller him. Bro, just, can we go to a doctor? No, Aaron. You can't leave this island. It's too dangerous. Bye-bye. <laughs> And then it pulls away. We get a, like a, a tiny helicopter shot of Pavalia Island as as you just hear a single gun report. Is that a gun? Oh, sick, dude! They go back. They go back in 2023 to Pavalia Island. We put a bag of healthy nuts and an action figure in box. Aaron, look, I'm opening this action figure. It's in mint condition. We caught this mist moving through the field, looking like it was taking a big step. Dude. No, don't, dude. Listen, man. No, don't, dude. But then they take their evidence to the sexiest of all of the Italian boys they've talked to. (laughs) You think he's the sexiest? He is a pretty sexy Italian boy. Dude, he's the king of Fuck Mountain with that deep V. Come on. It's just pure, pure chest hair and and gold. Dude, what the fuck? Man, I'm never moving to Italy. I'll tell you what. Like, <laughs> if I'm not if I'm not slaying here. Oh no, 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 no. Eric, if we want to slay, we should probably move to Kentucky. <laughs> Your final destination. Hell. Sexy boy Andrea Bassani in his deep V is staring at Zach with this like look of like, yes, I know I'm more attractive than you. You are welcome to be in my presence. And mm. Zach shows him the scene with the boom box. And this is the part that I don't fucking get because they're listening to this audio clip on in the in the narrative. They're listening to this yeah. audio clip on laptop speakers. Yeah. Which I I'm listening to this episode on fucking like good headphones. I can't hear shit. Going through laptop speakers, there's no way you could fucking get anything out of it. But he's so sure that it says uh I am here, come here. Yeah. In Italian with an accent yeah. and he can tell that it's an old man. Yes. Yeah. And then, and then Zach rewinds and he's like, here's what, what it was responding to. And he plays it and he's like, what does this mean? What are they saying? And the, (laughs) the, the tape was playing, uh, someone saying, 
did the nurses and doctors torture you here? Did they hurt you? It responds by saying, I'm here. And, and the guy is spooked the hell out by it. Which is, it's kind of weird, because, like, it's not like that's, like, a one-to-one... not a very one. good res- response. No, no, I am getting the goosebumps now. You can see on my very sensual arms, I have the goose <laughs> flesh. Please gaze upon it. Zack does his... He's like, that's it. Nail in the coffin. Fucking, it's over. Go surreal. That's the evidence. Goodbye. And he straight up just stands up and walks away from the interview. That right there is the proof that they exist. That's all. That's all. It's funny because you can tell that he went that direction because he tripped up on trying to end on a good note. Because he, he says, like, that's it. That's, and he kind of pauses, the, the proof that ghosts are real. And then he, then he, like, you can tell he wants to say something else. And then he just slams the laptop. He's like... Nope, that's it. And he just waves his hands and walks away. Yeah, yeah. It's like when someone hesitates to drop the mic, and then they're like, uh, all right. And they just drop it and walk away. I'm ready to get out of here. I'm ready to get the hell out of here. I'm out. Sure, I'm out. Get out! I'm out. I'm out. Good idea. Great idea. How do you feel about Pavalia Island? What a fucking amazing episode. I yeah. loved it. Oh yeah. I fucking loved it. What a treat. I think from from start to finish it is if nothing else the most engaging ghost adventure episode to date. There's there's not as much like funny in it. No, there's no skits. You do get to see Zach prance around in the doctor's max which is very fun. And we do get the introduction of somebody obviously in the echelon of greatest characters of all time in the sassy non-plus Manuel. But this episode is like, when when you think about what you want from a paranormal show, if you actually care about the paranormal, like this is it. It's just like pure investigation. It's so great. It's got so much. It has fucking apparitions, physical. It's got orbs. Eh, who cares? really crystal clear EVPs, tons of them. It has possession. Physical objects being moved. Physical objects being moved. Give me one more. Moved. Get to five, daddy. Get to five. One more. I will not include bodily harm because Nick getting a thorn <laughs> in his forehead does not fucking count as much as he would like it to. No, no. no yeah, just because the island is haunted doesn't mean that Nick just shouldn't have fucking ducked. <laughs> I think that it's time to bring our own hell to Zach Bagans. It's time to invite him <laughs> to come fight us in the dark. Welcome to your final destination, Zach. Two fat boys. This is very dangerous, guys. It's like we're going in for the attack. I would be ready to perform an exorcism. Show me your power. You guys are playing with fire. This was a very hard one for me. Because every challenge I could think of, Zach already beats me at. He is <laughs> waving a fucking sword around. He's swole as shit. He's taunting against all odds. He even went back and taunted the demon that that possessed him and is a listener to our podcast. Like, that demon 
challenged him to fight him in the dark, and he went for it. Like, there's not a lot I could do. So, no. I decided that the only way to get Zack is to use a little reverse psychology. Oh. So, uh, I'm going to appeal to the uh, brat Zack. The Zack <laughs> that wants to do anything dangerous. And yeah. that's why he's doing it. So, <laughs> I'm going to suggest to Zack lots of things that might be a little too dangerous for him to do. <laughs> and that's exactly why he'll do them. You just want to play the ultimate game of one-upsmanship until Zack is, like, juggling swords and like, the swords oh, yeah. are on fire. Yeah, and I'll be like, I mean, if those swords were covered in burning poison, that would be way too dangerous. And Zack would say, huh, I'm not a, you know, a you know. Zach, you know that wet hauntings are the most dangerous, and it's too dangerous to swim in a pool of sharks where bodies have been found and ingested by those sharks, and there's ghosts in those waters. You can't swim in those shark-infested waters, Zach. It's too dangerous. Zach, you can't sing Evanescence underwater. It's too dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. That's it. That's the one that's going to fucking kill him. <laughs> Anyways, my challenge is like the complete opposite. We Ooh, usually, okay. through the magic, the, the magic of our brains, we, we get complimentary challenges. But this, we've gone in two different directions. Oh, okay. This is the first time uh, I want to challenge Zach to better himself. Whoa. I think that now with three seasons of him, of watching him uh, crash and burn and make an ass of himself trying to speak any kind of foreign language, I think I want to challenge him to just join Duolingo with me and learn a romance language because he really needs to fucking work on it. You know, like there's he's going to go to a lot of places where the Spanish were where Italians were and he's, he's got to at least try and fucking understand the language. Cause he's just doing a bad job. So Zach, Joel, you, what? you have set up one of the most intense battles because <laughs> you and I both know that the fucking Duolingo owl will not let anyone go. And yeah, that owl I know. is going to come for his ass. Yeah, and he won't even know what to fucking do with it because he doesn't even know what a fucking owl is. <laughs> Damn, dude. You know, Zach talks about things that he engages in that follow him home. Nothing will attach itself more firmly than du the Duolingo owl. <laughs> Oh my god. Actually, these are plenty fucking complimentary. <laughs> I will simply say, Zach, it's too dangerous. There's no way you can learn Italian with Duolingo. <laughs> and he'll say, oh, it's too dangerous, huh? Well, I guess I'm going to try it. And then that's too late. The minute you try, the minute you sign up, 
it's too late. You're just going to feel those vibrations on your phone. You're going to see those notifications every time you go online. Your email is going to be filled with the face of that owl. And you'll have to learn Italian. Bye-bye. <laughs> is that all you can do is just make some stupid little noises? Because that's not going to make me scream like a little girl. Dance floor is yours. Show yourself. Well, Eric. Well, Joel. This has been an experience. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm going to cap this off by saying, Zach, you come and fight us in the dark. But Manuel, you can come and meet, come and meet us in the dark and have a little bit of cheese and a little bit of wine. Manuel, you can hug us in the light. You can kiss us in the dark. We're open to either. Oh my god. Manuel, whatever you want to do, it's up to you, buddy. (laughs) I'm all yours. And next time, they uh, go to the old Ohio Reformatory, which uh, I just started the... Uh, episode because I wanted an episode description. It's an old prison and the episode starts with a clip of an old man twitching out and screaming. So that should be fun. (laughs) Back on the old US of A. Oh boy. Can't wait. Eric. Hey, Joel. Hey, love you, man. (laughs) To our witches and warlocks, we also love you. Good night. Hey, we we, we love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. Good night. <laughs> all right, all you witches and warlocks. Thank you so much for listening. Me and Eric really appreciate it. We love doing this nonsense. So if you love it, please follow us on Twitter at CFMITD. Please send all of your questions, your fan art of Zach doing horrible things to Aaron to Aaron, spelled A-A-R-O-N, is a bottom biatch, B-I-A-T-C-H, at gmail.com. Find us on Podbean and Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Please leave us a review, like us, give us some five stars. It helps promote the show. If you want to share it around, show your friends, we would really appreciate it. Thanks. We love you. Have a good night.